Hello and welcome to the Harvard EdCast, a series of conversations with thought leaders in the field of education from across the country and around the world. I'm your host, Matt Weber, and this year, as we do every year, we're doing a discussion around World Autism Awareness Day and people in the field who are doing their best to help special needs, to help disabilities, especially in the field of autism on this day. Today we're here with ALI Fellow and co-founder of Exceptional Lives in Navitone, Ann Marcus, and a HGSC alum from the Technology and Innovation Education Program, Chris Spence, also who works for Navitone. Welcome both to the EdCast. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks Matt. So, Ann and Chris, I think, uh, you know, with this being World Autism Awareness Day, I think people would probably love to know a little bit about what Exceptional Lives does, what is Navitone, and how is it out there helping uh, promote and, and do what it, it can to help autism? Sure. So, uh, when I came to Harvard as an ALI fellow, uh, I had previous from my previous experience had been a founder of something called the Autism Consortium, which worked to promote research in autism by bringing together families, clinicians, and researchers to all work together. As part of that process, I saw how families struggled to get the information they needed in order to get the services and resources their child needed. And a lot of this meant going through very difficult bureaucratic processes. I was fortunate when I was at Harvard to meet a group of people, um, one of them being Chris, that, in which we all worked together to come up with the idea of creating online information guides sort of like a, that could be customized based upon a particular family's needs sort of like a TurboTax for disability information. Uh, So the way our software works is the family goes on, they answer some questions, and then based upon how they answer those questions, they get information that that leads them step-by-step through a process that they need to go through. For example, designing a safety plan for their child, or um, how to sign up for early intervention, or what to do, how to get decided about guardianship for their child. And Chris, tell me a little bit about how you met Anne and, and why you became involved in this project, both from the technology side, but also from the education side, and how HGSC was the sort of place where the, these ideas percolated. Wow, that's a, that's a great question. So, good question with a few answers. Um, so I came to Harvard as a, as a um, public education school teacher, and for seven years I taught in the Massachusetts public schools and had occasion to work um, in a lot of mixed classrooms uh, with a really uh, wide diversity of students and different approaches to learning and challenges with learning and that kind of thing. So, you know, it was, it was the case that autism was something I encountered with some frequency, and it really started to shape my approach to teaching and learning in general because um, it's an incredibly interesting challenge um, to work with folks in a public education setting. Um, so I came to Harvard in 2007 or 2008 to uh, you know, look at the ways that technology can be brought to bear on helping people navigate you know, what is a, ve- a very um, interesting and challenging uh, circumstance. So I met Anne probably about six or seven, maybe six years out of Harvard. I had been working um, 
as a consultant. I do a lot of uh, interactive game and app and website development. And uh, she brought the idea uh, for Navitome to me. And, you know, having done a lot of work, you know, in the field of educational technology, you know, I've had occasion to work with a lot of folks who are um, working under high cognitive load, who are working with high anxiety and stress, and, you know, trying to learn in what can be very challenging circumstances. And so, you know, one of the things we, we've bumped up against a lot just in the field, and um, there's actually a great course at the Ed School about this called Universal Design for Learning, uh, taught by David Rose, is that a lot of times technology, you know, can get in the way of trying to help people with these things. I mean, it's great to use technology as a tool, but it has a lot of limitations. And if you don't address those and you don't do it well, the tool you're building to help people actually prevents them from getting the help they need. So, you know, when Anne came to me with this idea, uh, you know, to sort of, you know, develop this tool that would allow people to navigate themselves through very complex processes and, you know, very anxiety and stress-inducing and difficult processes in a way that's stripped away you know, a lot of those what we call construct-irrelevant barriers to learning um, and make a far more actionable, efficient, and compelling user experience. I was, you know, sold, and I came on board full-time uh, to help make this thing a reality. So that's what we've been doing for the last two years. That sounds like you guys are, I mean, just really, truly good work that, that's necessary. And, and I love how you described it in the vein of TurboTax. I think what our listeners would love to hear is the sort of testimonials in the past two years of, that you've heard from people who have used this and what they're saying about the experience and how it's really improving their abilities to, to learn more about uh, research and situations. Okay, so uh, one of the first Navitomes, as you call it, we created, uh, or information guides, has to do with putting together a safety plan for your uh, exceptional loved one. And what we've been doing is we've been going out to uh, different school districts, uh, meeting with different parent groups, and parents will bring their computer and we will uh, talk to them about sexualize and show them how they can use our information guide so they can build a safety plan for their child. And the safety plan deals with issues such as uh, who has the authority to act for your child, um, if, particularly if your child's over 18. It discusses issues of insurance to make sure that you have the correct insurance, um, issues such as registering your child with the police department so if your child was to be uh, to get lost or if he's if he or she is a runner, uh, that it would be easy for you just to quickly contact the police department and have them be on the outlook for your child. Uh, so whole array of issues that uh, parents who are raising kids, particularly with a disability like autism, need to think about. So um, in the process of doing these, we have received some uh, tremendous feedback. I think at this point in time we've had... Almost 150 families um, go through our safety plan guide, and you know what parents feel is that this these are issues that sometimes they knew in the back of their mind they need to needed to think about, but they had no idea as to what action steps to take in order to put together a safety plan for their child. And by having uh, a meeting where they can work with other parents and um, learn how to do this and have it on a computer so if they don't finish it in the meeting, they can then take it home and work through it. And we also have a resource where uh, 
family that maybe gets stuck about something can contact us, and then we'll help them you know, figure out how to get through that step. Um, has been really, really helpful to them. And I, and I think one of the most touching testimonials we had, I think, came last fall when we were doing a focus group uh, for the technology when it was in its infancy. And one of the, I think it was a mother um, of a child with an exceptional life, actually uh, was in, in tears, literally, um, you know, saying that this was the first time in a while that there had been some sense of hope. And I think, I mean, that really resonated with us and made us feel like, you know, getting people actionable steps in the world more than just a push of information on the screen. That was really, you know, looking like it's going to make a difference for these folks. I mean, I'm I'm just so inspired listening to t- the two of you and what you guys have been doing. Uh, what is what is the sort of plan for for Navito and Exceptional Lives? How is this going to grow? How are you going to expand it? And, and what's the best way if people want to get involved? If people are listening and, and and this sounds like something that would be helpful for them, how can they kind of find this on the internet? Well, um, Exceptional Lives is under exceptionallives.org. And uh, Navitone is under Navitone.com. Our plan is our software has been developed in our for-profit entity, Navitone. And uh, uh, Chris has been leading that effort. Um, our hope is that we will sell the technology to for-profit companies. And we already do have a company, couple companies in beta um, so that we can use some of the funding from that to help support Exceptional Lives, the not-for-profit arm, in order to continue to do this work with uh, to help out families. Um, in terms of Exceptional Lives, our next plan is to uh, develop a transition guide, and we've started to put together that process. And Chris, I'm imagining someone from the Technology Innovation Education Program, you're keeping a pulse of all the changes in ed tech and how technology can really inform education, especially online, and, and, and following all the emerging technologies that are happening and the trends uh, moving forward with both companies. Yeah, I mean, you know, to an extent, that's a full-time job in and of itself. I mean, so much is going on right now. And, you know, I was having a conversation the other day with a colleague, and, you know, we kind of said, like, no one's got it just right yet. I mean, there's a lot of a lot of innovations that will happen. We're all trying new and interesting things, and um, you know, this has been a particularly exciting effort because I think we are making some tangible difference now. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of stuff left to explore and a lot of problems yet to solve that we are looking forward to here in the new year. And, and Anne, before we let you guys go, I just want to Anne ask you: um, with it being World Autism Awareness Day, a day where everyone kind of comes together to focus on autism and autism research, with your history as a co-founder of the Autism Consortium and the work that you guys are doing at Navitone and Exceptional Lives, um, what does it mean that uh, all of the work that you've been doing is very much related to what World Autism Awareness does? which is providing awareness and cohesion and understanding around uh, things that are sometimes difficult for families to understand. Exactly. And there are a lot of resources out there for families. I mean, that's one of the good things about, you know, being, if you do have a child with autism, you know, having that child in the United States. I mean, we do have resources and services that are out there. The problem is, often is accessing them and figuring out their family understanding what do they need to do and how can they do it. And those are the questions that we're trying to 
answer for families and to make it very easy for them to say, okay, this is the next thing I want to do. And the reason why we named our not-for-profit Exceptional Eyes is we feel that all kids, uh, no matter you know what their issues, have the right to an exceptional life. And the barrier often families find is figuring out how to do what they have to do. Uh, you know, often if you go on to a website or you know, if you just Google autism, you get thousands of of uh, you know, different websites, and that's not helpful to a family that wants very specific, actionable steps. And um, that's why I feel so fortunate to be able to work with Chris because what Chris brings to the table allows us to really make this work for families and for them to be able to access the information in the most easy, most in the easiest possible way. Chris Spence and Marcus, thank you so much for everything that you're doing in the field. Uh, exceptional lives, Navitone, uh, and for all the work that you've done here at Harvard. Thank you. Thank you very much. This has been the Harvard EdCast, a production of the Harvard Graduate School of Education. I'm your host, Matt Weber. Thank you kindly for listening.